The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell with Jenna Tobble, Director of Brand and Digital Member Experience at First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning, Jenna. Morning. So last episode, we talked about the benefits of the 50-30-20 budgeting approach yeah. and how to get started, of course. What's our Good Money Moves topic today? Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about making the decision to use your savings or to borrow money when it's time to make a larger purchase. Um, and as with most topics that we discuss on this show, there definitely is not a one-size-fits-all approach um, when it comes to deciding whether or not to use cash or credit to make these purchases, right? So uh, I would say don't assume that paying cash for a large purchase like a car or a home is automatically the best way to go um, or even an emergency for that matter. Um, if you're kind of in the position of having cash on hand to make a purchase um, of something that's as expensive as like a car, boat, even <laughs> a property, right? Like if you're in that position, good for you. Um, but you may actually be better off still borrowing money um, instead of using your savings to buy that asset outright. And that may come as a surprise to a lot of people. Um, but believe it or not, even very wealthy people do this all the time, especially when their interest rate environment is favorable. Um, so, and really the idea behind that is that the logic is kind of simple. It's when you can borrow money at a lower interest rate than you can earn on the money you invest, right? It's cheaper to take the loan than to pay cash in that in that instance. So, but still that, you know, most people really do assume that debt is kind of to be avoided at all costs, um, which is just not always true. There are actually a lot of pros and cons to both options. So. That's why they call the show good money moves. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> we'll start with the benefits of using my savings to make that big purchase. Yeah. Yep. So spending your savings can be really the the best option over borrowing money in a lot of ways. Um, it is true. Um, and really, a lot of it comes back to you are free from the stress of having debt after after this purchase, right? You don't have to worry about making those payments, but there are other advantages as well, right? So you eliminate that interest that you're paying. So you kind of if you've saved up for an emergency or even for other purposes like buying a household appliance um, and you kind of eliminate, end up eliminating the burden of having to pay the interest on top of the amount you're using to buy that item. So for instance, if you plan to purchase new kitchen appliances for like $5,000, all new appliances throughout your kitchen, right? I don't even know if that's a realistic number anymore. I'm just throwing that one out there. Just, yeah, I thought, oh, that might be a little low, Jenna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> FYI. Um, so using, you know, financing for that, you you would end up paying that $5,000 plus interest. Um, this is not the case when you use your savings, right, as you make up kind of that entire payment in one go from your savings. So essentially the prices of goods and services that you're incurring those costs on goes down when you use savings instead of borrowing. So 
that's kind of one of the one of the key benefits that I think a lot of people think about most along with, oh, sure. I don't have to make all these payments afterwards, right? So it also really makes you think twice about what you're spending, right? So if you use only your savings, you kind of have that pain of parting with that hard earned money that kind of goes along with that, right? You've probably saved for a really long time to get, you know, that couple thousand dollars for a down payment or something like that. It, even though that might be what the goal was, it still is like, oh, I worked so hard to save this money. Do I really want to use it for this after all? Right. I so know. it kind of just makes you think a little bit more about what you're purchasing. Right. I have and that's, one purchase I'm thinking about making right now yeah. that I've been thinking about for about three months, even though I had saved up for it. Because I'm like, yeah, maybe it's really not that worth that much money. Yeah, I felt exactly. I felt the same way when I finally saved up enough um, down payment for my new car a couple of months ago. I was like, I'd been saving and saving and saving and being very diligent about it. And the time came and I went, well, maybe I could save more. Do I really need a new car? You know, like <laughs> I really did go well, through that process. So but that's a good process to go through. It is. It absolutely is. Because that that feeling, that hesitancy to part with that money, that feeling is not there when you swipe a card to buy something. Um, scientifically proven. We've actually talked about this in previous episode. I don't remember if you remember that, but there is a there's psychological factors to using cash versus credit card. So um, using your savings just really kind of can help make you a little bit more self-disciplined, which is good. Although you, I feel like you have to be pretty self-disciplined in the first place to build up your savings. So I'm kind of either or on that one, I guess, but then you're really, really disciplined at that you're point. Very, very disciplined. Yes. Yeah. Um, I would say, you know, the other advantage to using your savings to make a big purchase is there's really kind of, and I kind of alluded to this a little bit already, but there's less kind of that long-term stress that goes on with the purchase. So using your your savings might be a little bit of that bitter pill to swallow, like we just talked about in the moment in some cases, but it does help you prevent that prolonged kind of tension and stress that comes with remembering to pay, make your car payment on time every month or remembering to pay off those credit cards for years and years and years over and over again, right? Um, so, and especially for people who aren't good at managing their finances, it can be really easy to fall into those debt traps if you're not careful about your borrowing. And hence, it's kind of the best way to overcome that is to only spend what you can afford right now in the moment. And that means what's in your bank account right now, whether that's in your checking account or a savings. So, and then I would say the last benefit, um, maybe not the last, but the last one I, I want to talk about today is um, you your credit score becomes a little bit less important when you're using cash. And I say this that, not to say that credit scores aren't important, but that no matter what your credit history is, if you are using cash and your savings to make those purchases, your credit score just becomes less relevant and it really has no bearing on your capacity to spend at that point because you're not asking for a financial institution to give you that money, it's just money that you have. Um, which is, you know, obviously not the case when you borrow and use a loan because lenders are going to require that you have, um, in a lot of cases, that higher credit score to be eligible or you're going to end up with really high interest rates if you have a low score. So if if your credit score is a barrier to getting financing, then a good option may be to use your savings if you have any. So, And I would just love to be in the position where I didn't care about my credit score. So yeah. And I, you know, yeah. <laughs> and I say that it becomes less relevant, not irrelevant because there are still a lot of things in life yes. that require your credit score outside of borrowing money. Insurance so rates, all that. To, yeah. 
Yeah, you okay. still want to maintain a good credit score, even if you have savings. That's all. <laughs> so you talked about the positives. There's a flip side. What are the cons to using these savings to make these big purchases? Yeah, yep. So people usually spend like a considerable part of their lives saving enough money for different goals. Um, and that's why you do kind of start to think twice before you want to use it all up, right? Kind of mentioned this already, but there is kind of that is this purchase that I'm about to make really what I intended to use this savings for. Um, but it, at the same time, using only your savings does limit your purchasing power a little bit, which sometimes can be good. Um, but one of the primary drawbacks is that you really truly can only afford what's in your savings. And if there's an emergency situation that warrants you having money more than what you have available in your savings to rectify the situation, you're just you just can't rely on your savings at, at that point. And it just does make more sense to go out and borrow. Right. So um, and then another factor is timing. Right. That really matters, too. If the savings you're needing to access is maybe in a different form, like, um, you know, investments, mutual funds, you know, maybe it's tied up in real estate or cryptocurrency versus like a traditional savings account, then depending on what that form of kind of quote unquote cash is, it could take some time to be able to actually access that money or cost you money to access it, right? So if you're trying to get money out of, you know, investment vehicles, sometimes it can cost money to withdraw those funds early or, right. you know, it's like that. So you really have to take that into consideration as well. Um, so if you are in urgent need of, of money to take care of a situation, then digging into savings might not be the best idea if it's tied up in something um, less liquid, Right. So right. Um, another thing to consider is using your savings to fund um, purchases can impede future plans. And that what I mean by that is if you've regularly been saving for years with kind of a dream of buying a car or a house, right, it may not be the best option for you to use your savings without hampering those long-term goals you're saving for, right? So if an emergency comes up, but the money you've set aside is really intended for something else, I kind of alluded to this earlier, that may not be the right time to dig into your savings because you're now going to set yourself back from that house goal, right? So in times like these, a loan might be a better suited for your needs and it may cost you more, but you'll stay on track with some of your long-term goals, especially if it's, you know, well, my washer just went out. Let's not, you know, take $500 out of my house fund. Let's, sure. you know, just put it on the card and make a plan to pay it off or something like that. Right. So again, these are all hypothetical situations, but, yes. you know, so that you have to kind of weigh those options too. Like if you have a fund set aside specifically for, appliances dying or emergency funds situation use that that's totally fine but don't you don't necessarily have to dig into the savings if that's not what it was intended to be used for so um and on that same note digging into your savings too frequently can kind of discourage your future savings right so people it, you know, when they're kind of forced to part with their savings in a single go, it can make it really hard to start from scratch again. So, oh, I and, can see that. Yeah, it can become a little bit, um, yeah, you know, sad. <laughs> like, yeah, well, really you're hard right. To, this to money the stuff is up. emotional. It is, it is. Um, so people kind of may begin to really undermine themselves when it comes to the value of saving money and start to kind of adopt more reckless spending habits um, if they've 
maybe worked really hard and then are set back all of a sudden, right? So it can just, again, so one thing to consider, if if it's going to really hurt your confidence in being able to save by using that money, then maybe it's not the best time to use that savings. Maybe let it build up a little bit more before you rely on it for an emergency sure. situation. That's okay too. Um, and then the last thing I would say is just think about that opportunity cost involved with using your savings. So and we talked about all about opportunity costs like back in episode 82 in like February of 2021. So if you are not familiar with that, what that means, I would go back and listen to that episode. Um, but in a nutshell, what in terms of what we're talking about today, really, so whether or not you pay cash for a large purchase or finance it, there's kind of cost in addition to the price of whatever it is you're trying to purchase, whatever that asset is, right? So when you finance, the cost is obvious, right? It's the cost of the thing, the interest you pay on the loan, right? That's the cost. When you pay cash, however, there is an opportunity cost in the future interest that you would earn on that money had you let it sit there. Gotcha. So that is one thing that you want to think about. Um, and I kind of mentioned that earlier at the very start of the show, right? Thinking about, well, what are the interest rates on the loans versus what am I making in interest rates on this savings or investment? And is that really going to, which one is actually going to be better for me long term? Okay. We've discussed the savings, using savings for big purchases. When we return after this quick break, we'll continue with Good Money Moves talking about the other option, which is financing for big, big ticket items. And we will be right back with more Good Money Moves with Jenna Tobble at First Alliance Credit Union in just a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. We're back with Good Money Moves talking about making big purchases. Should I use savings or should I finance it? And now we're going to talk about the finance side of it with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union financing these big ticket items. What, what are the positives? Yeah, so there's definitely a myth out there, right, that having no debt is better, right? There's no such thing as good debt, but that's really not actually the case. And in some instances, like we've kind of alluded to already in the show, financing can may be the best choice for making these purchases or dealing with an emergency situation that comes up. So if you really appropriately plan then financing can be really used to really just really actually put you in a better financial position long-term if you look at it through the right lens. Um, And then it taking on a loan really does seem counterintuitive um, if you have even some substantial savings in some cases, but it does come with a few advantages and there are a lot of situations where it truly is the better choice. And so when when you're thinking about should I use my money that I've have saved or should I take out a loan, right? Think about the urgency of the situation, right? If you don't have enough in savings to buy it outright, financing is definitely gonna be your best option, right? For example, if that appliance fails, that we keep using that example, but it's a, such a common occurrence, right? Yes, it um, is. 
and you need to replace it right away right you can you can only go so long without having a stove to cook on or a fridge to keep your food cold so if you have kind of this emergency fund it may not be worth depleting those funds in order to purchase this new appliance right i mean is is the appliance failing truly an emergency situation or is it something that makes more sense to just pay it off over time and be done with it um the other thing to consider when you're looking at financing versus using your savings is kind of that is there a pending price increase coming or maybe a, a really good sales special opportunity that requires you to act now right so even when something that isn't an emergency is needed um, you could also want to kind of lean on financing that item too so it's important to make sure that once you kind of figure out interest into the equation that savings of the financed kind of purchase still amounts to more than the savings you'd realize if you waited until you could pay cash right so in the case of well you know maybe there's a big father's day sale coming up on something that you had been saving for but the the discount on it's just too good to pass it up like you're not you don't have the, all the cash ready to pay for it then and there maybe you finance it instead because you're just going to get such a good deal and it's actually going to save you money in the long run, even though you're paying interest on that. Right. There are there are situations where that happens. So those are things to consider as well. Um, I would say also, uh, and this one's really key. So when a purchase that you're going to make represents something that will likely appreciate in value, so the value will go up, buying it now using financing makes more sense right so some really good examples of this are paying for college right the idea is that if you go to college your in your capacity to earn income is increased or buying a home right so real estate values as we've seen in the last couple of years they grow they don't shrink right for the most part so those are really good times when it makes more sense to finance it um Another thing to consider is if your only option for using savings is withdrawing that money from something like a investment, like a retirement account investment specifically, in those cases, the, the long-term gains on investments are more important than staying out of debt. Not to mention you would potentially damage your retirement ability, especially if you're trying to withdraw from a 401k. So if those are your only options when it comes to funding something from a savings standpoint, finance first. That would be, you don't want to mess with your retirement savings. Well, plus um, if you pull out of those retirement funds, IRS is going to take a big chunk and mm -hmm. there are usually penalties for early withdrawals that mm -hmm. will really crimp you. Badly. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. There's a lot so the, so that's something to really consider too is you know what is the damage that you're doing to your future um, savings potential by taking the savings versus just financing something yep. um, and then of course during periods where there are extremely low interest rates and i know that may not be the current situation we're in i'm sure interest rates are going to continue to go up throughout this year um, just given what is going on um, but paying attention to when those interest rates are low and buying 
at that time is probably a better choice using financing, right? So this is especially true if you think interest rates um, are gonna continue to take a significant hike, right? So if you're on the fence about whether or not you should buy something, but you know you're gonna need it before the year is up, I would I would say get it now before interest rates continue to go up. Um, but just be aware that, you know, if you're using something like a credit card to make the purchase, um, that interest rate is usually going to be in the double digits. So that's not low, just no context. <laughs> the low is not double digits. So if you're in no. double digits, <laughs> not, not what we're talking about here. Okay. So what are the cons on the other side of this? The cons to taking the finance, the financing route. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there are certainly um, other things to consider when it comes to thinking about financing versus savings to make a purchase. So when we're talking about financing and maybe like the downsides to that, I think a lot of people are already familiar with them, but really it, it creates a very long term commitment, right? Essentially, kind of the impact of that one big time purchase is then felt for a, whatever length of the repayment term that you have for that particular loan or financing option, right? And that's usually several years in most cases, right? So it really just ties up your income for a long period of time when you maybe could have used that income to build up your savings further, right? So that's where I say, you know, it. there are times when it makes sense. And then there's times where using financing to buy something that's more of a want, that's where you maybe need to balance that out. Is this truly something you need? And is it worth tying up your savings for a long time? Um, and then there's just barriers for some people to get a loan, right? Not everybody has equal ability to access affordable financing. It's unfortunately the truth, especially if you do have damaged credit, it could mean that you're paying a lot more in interest and it can make the decision to borrow less appealing because you may not, it just may not make sense for you at that point. Um, but sometimes it's also means it's your only option. So, you know, again, you have to kind of weigh what makes sense for you in your situation. Um, and, you know, the other thing is, and we kind of I mentioned this a moment ago, but interest rates do change. If So if you're thinking of using like a flexible rate product to finance your purchase, um, you know, like a credit card, right, or a line of credit or a home equity line of credit, things like that, where the interest rate could potentially be flexible throughout the life of the loan, um, you may end up paying more than you anticipated over time due to due to those rising rates. So that's just something to take into consideration if you're looking at financing something and using picking out the right type of financing tool to help you to comes into play at that point. Um, but there's also um, in some cases, depending on what type of lending product you're looking for, there can be a level of less immediate immediacy, right? So if you're using your savings, it's right there. You can probably just you know, advance your the cash out of your account using an ATM or use your debit card or something like that to access those funds. Um, but with a loan, you do have to get approved for it, right? And so sometimes that can be done in less than 24 hours, depending on what it is and what your your financial situation looks like. And sometimes it can take a day or two, or in the case of something like a home equity line of credit where you may need to get like an appraisal on your home, it could take a week or two before you have those funds. So something that's just something else to consider when you're looking at, okay, well, how immediately do I need these funds? And is that a really reasonable time frame for my situation, right? So just, okay. just some a lot of things to consider and weigh as you're making this decision. <laughs> All right. We're the topic today on Good Money Moves is 
using savings or financing for big purchases. And we'll have some more with Jenna Tobel with First Alliance Credit Union in a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 F. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. It's Good Money Moves. The topic this week, do I use my savings or do I finance when making big purchases? What else should we be looking at and considering, Jenna, when we are making this decision on whether or not to dive into the savings or go the financing route? Yeah, so I would say, you know, there are definitely a couple of things to consider when we're we're thinking about this decision. Um, and again, I said this earlier in the show, but I'm going to say it again because it, it, it is so true that there is no one size fits all answer to this question. And what you do from one purchase to the next may be completely different because your situation has then changed, right? So if you used up your savings to cover a car repair three months ago, and then you find yourself needing to replace your stove, at that point, you financing may be your best option because you no longer have a savings or you don't want to whittle your savings down even further, right? So it's always going to be shifting based on what your current financial situation is and what your current goals are. And that's okay. Um, and then I would say, you know, saving up and paying cash may make it possible to negotiate kind of a better price or at least kind of better financing terms sometimes, right? Because most of the time, people actually do rely on a combination of savings and financing to make larger purchases. Most people have some form of down payment when they buy a car or a home, right? Um, and using a little bit of savings before you borrow can help kind of lower that amount that you borrow and thus lower the amount of repayment that you have to make, which is always a bonus, right? So, you know, borrowing can cover a portion of the cost and it really just kind of keeps you from having to deplete your savings due to a one-time situation that pops up. So you can certainly use a combination of the two. It's not an either or. Um, and then I would just, the last thing I would say is when you're kind of contemplating a purchase with financing, just make sure that you have a plan for paying off this newly accumulated debt um, if the unforeseen should happen, right? So don't just make a choice to finance something and think about how you'll pay it off later. It's really always best anytime you use financing, doesn't matter what it's for, whether it's because you're putting you know, groceries on a credit card or you're using a mortgage to buy a house always have a plan in place for how you're going to pay that off and kind of a plan B in case something happens. Plan. That seems like wisdom there. That's for sure. <laughs> Good information, Jenna, as always. But once again, we've just kind of touched on this. If you really think about it, where can I find out more information? And if I'm making this sort of decision or if I have other questions about my financial goals, 
Yeah, I as always, I encourage our listeners to visit firstalliancecu.com, get subscribed to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice every week. Um, we talked about a couple of past episodes on this show. You can find those at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on krocnews.com. You can also subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasts. Um, And of course, if you love our show, please leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. Or um, if you have a financial topic that you'd like us to cover on the show or questions you'd like answered on Good Money Moves, please send me an email at marketing at firstalliancecu.com. But even more importantly, if this is a decision you're trying to make right now, savings versus borrowing, and you're not really sure what the best way to go is, reach out to our team at First Alliance Credit Union. They are here to help you make these types of decisions and so you can make sure that you're making good money moves today. That is invaluable, that's for sure. (laughs) Jenna, thanks again. And we'll do this again next week with Good Money Moves right here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.